up stories of the week. Tim Smith crashes his car and his career into a wall. And the sexual tension between Morrison and Macron rises. This is News Weekly and no, I'm not replacing Alan Jones anytime soon. Hello and welcome to News Weekly, where we punch the news headlines in the head weekly. How the turntables have news now? Victorian Liberal Party MP and giant human baby impersonator Tim Smith is in trouble. No, it's not because of that time he called the Premier Daniel Andrews a friendless loser. Nor is it because of that time he ran a Twitter survey asking if the Premier should be called Dictator Dan or Chairman Dan. Nor that time he tweeted out an inadvertent sculpture of a penis using donuts or questioned the effectiveness of masks during the height of the pandemic. No, it's not for any of that. Writing off his Jaguar buried in the fence of this Hawthorne home, Tim Smith clipped another car, flattened a stop sign and has all but killed his own political career. Police confirming the 38-year-old MP for Q blew 0.131, almost three times the legal limit. The thing is, the self-professed idiot has called for multiple people from the Labour Party to resign over their own controversies. In the last few years, he's tweeted demands for people to resign 45 times. I literally counted them. He used the word resign so many times, he's probably got a keyboard shortcut to type it out. The autofill on his phone probably suggests resign every time he types the letter R. So after drunkenly bashing his luxury car into an eight-year-old's bedroom wall, it only makes sense for him to show he holds himself to the same high standard he holds others to. Right? Right? Fucking right? There's one error mean that a career is over forever. That's the question. Suddenly, the shadow attorney general, who doesn't know not to get drunk when driving, seems unable to admit he committed a crime. Well, I've said it's selfish. I've said it's stupid. It's, it's illegal. I've uh, said that it's... it's um, I've been fined. I've lost my licence for a year. I, um, I profoundly messed up. So what then will he do? I've been asked to reflect on my position by Matthew and I'm doing that at the moment. I think I'm going to need some time uh, to reflect. I'm reflecting on my position. I'm reflecting on my position. He should take that time for some reflections. Ah, yes, reflection. He's going to sit in a quiet room and think about what he's done. Either that or he'll literally look at his own reflection in the mirror and try to find out where his neck ends and his head begins because currently he looks like he was squeezed out of a tube of toothpaste filled with human skin. While he's reflecting on his reflection, Tim Smith can be heartened by the fact that he's found support in the man most known for his forgiving soul. Tony Abbott has thrown his support behind Tim Smith, offering to write a reference, backing his pre-selection for next year's poll. Former Prime Minister Tony Abbott happy to write him a reference saying should this one lapse disqualify him from sitting in our parliament, our public life would be even more impoverished. Tony Abbott previously wrote a letter of recommendation for John Gerard Nestor, a Catholic priest found guilty of sexually assaulting a teenage altar boy. So maybe Tim Smith should spend some time reflecting on what kind of supporters he's got. I don't shy away from the fact that you'd be fully within your rights to call me a hypocrite. Oh, Tim, that's the least of what we're calling you. 
Prime Rubber and your glue news now. Prime Minister Scott Morrison and French President Emmanuel Macron have escalated their fight over the submarine deal, with things turning personal. It all took place at the COP26 climate change conference in Glasgow, where world leaders arrived in private jets and agreed that climate change was a bad thing and someone should really do something about it. It began with Macron calling Scott Morrison a liar. I have a lot of respect for your country. I have a lot of respect and a lot of friendship for your people. I just say when, you, when we have respect, you have to be tool and you have to behave in line and consistently with this value. Do you think he lied to you? I don't think. I know. Scott Morrison responded by first defending Australia, which actually hadn't been called a liar at all. It was Morrison who had been called a liar. I'm not going to cop sledging at Australia. Then he leaked some text messages from Macron to show the French president knew more than he was letting on. He was clearly aware over some months that there were concerns um, and they were responding to those concerns. And uh, we had had correspondence and other messaging during the course of that period. This is basically how couples behave at the tail end of a relationship, when they're trying to convince mutual friends that actually it was the other person who wrecked things. The next stage will be Macron trying to make Australia jealous with a new, younger, sexier nuclear deal with probably New Zealand, while Scott Morrison goes to the gym and starts building a revenge body. Eventually, either both countries will move on and realise they were never right for one another, or one night Morrison will text Macron saying he misses him, and they'll start building new new nuclear submarines together that all their friends know are doomed to fail, but no one cares anymore because we're all sick of their shit. That's all from the newsroom this week. I'm really sorry for a very, very truncated and late News Weekly. It's been a rough week in terms of Melbourne opening up and a whole lot of deadlines catching up at the same time and me not knowing how to balance them with the social life and work that I suddenly have to deal with. Next week, we'll be back to regular-sized News Weekly with all the gaggles, shenanigans, giggles and foibles that you know and love. In the meantime, please head over to my Patreon and tell me just how much you hate me by giving me a little bit more of your money. I will deeply appreciate that. Joining you next week, this is Sammy Shah, right here on News Weekly, where we punch the news headlines in the head 